Peace family, it's your girl, Adrian, aka Nostalgic, aka Fawemi Ma, aka IBK, and affectionately known around the way as TT. And I'm here at TT Talks. Thank you, everybody, for supporting me on my pilot. Everybody who listened in, sent a message, left a comment, left me some feedback. Hey, I really appreciate it. It's cool to know somebody's actually listening to me out here running my mouth on a microphone. So, you know, definitely have a lot of love in my heart for y'all for that. Um, Y'all got me feeling all good, man. Gassing me up a little bit. Telling me, you know, my voice sounding all silky and velvety. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was sounding real silky and velvety, though. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Got me feeling like the lady version of Donnie Simpson out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think I may have just lost a couple of my millennial listeners with that one. Y'all go ahead and Google that. Donnie Simpson, Donnie Simpson. I know my 70s and 80s babies, they know what I'm talking about. It's all good. Shout out to Donnie Simpson and Sherry Carter. Big influences on me coming up for sure. I know y'all can agree. Um, But I'm feeling good, man. The energy is real good, you know. I had a really nice day, productive day. And I'm feeling this beat, man. This beat just makes me feel so good good and what makes me feel even better about it is that it's made by yours truly yes i did that made this beat it is from renee and angela's 1983 can't give you up cut i love that cut i love renee and angela anyway but uh yeah this was just uh you know a little chopping mix i did a couple years back actually um as a matter of fact i think i may have even put a video on youtube on how i made it just go to YouTube, Nostalgic, N-O-S-T-A-L-J-I-Q. It'll probably pop up. I haven't seen it in years, so I couldn't even tell you. But definitely check it out. If you like the beat, let me know. Um, but yeah, that's some of the things that I do on the side, on the side side. Know what I'm saying? Once again, thank y'all for tuning in. We got a lot of good things cooking today. Um, we're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about some pop culture, a little comedy. We're going to talk about a little some social commentary stuff we're gonna talk a little politics we're gonna talk about uh african spirituality we're gonna talk about a lot of things so definitely hang out with me kick it with me vibe with me and uh let me know what you think you can get on any social media and you can just hashtag tt talks to everything you got to say about this and if you want to look up a little bit more about what's going on you can hashtag tt talks and look it up there I have a Facebook page, Adrian Bate, B as in boy, A-T-E. Uh, I have Twitter, Dandara Queen, D-A-N-D-A-R-A Queen. And on Snapchat and on Instagram, I am Nostalgic, N-O-S-T-A-L-J-I-Q. And look for me there for show. Quick shout out to everyone enjoying the Florida Classic Festivities down in Orlando, Florida. And shout out to Bethune, Cookman, University, and the Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University. I have much love for HBCUs in general, but my heart is in the highest of seven hills. I'm a proud alumna of FAMU, and I bleed orange and green, baby. And I dare you to say something crazy. Don't make me cue Mama Iyana Van Zant. Not on my watch. Because you must always remember the Rattlers will stand. 
But apparently we needed to strike a little bit harder cause we came out with the L. But that's just for the classic we went in and everything else. Y'all let me know uh, how the bands did. I, I'd be interested to see what happened with the Battle of the Bands halftime. Um, I just haven't had a chance to, to look at some of the videos y'all put up. So I got to check that out. See what these bands are talking about in these streets. You know, I was a band geek coming up. Anybody who knew me from back in my Tampa days knew I was all about that band life. So, you know, I'm definitely interested in seeing what is happening with that. Before we get into the show, I just want to acknowledge some transitions that took place this week. Uh, Gwen Eiffel, award-winning journalist and author, passed on November 14th. She unfortunately lost her battle with endometrial cancer. Auntie Gwen, we thank you for your grace, your class, and your ability to ask those tough questions. No one, I mean no one, could moderate a debate quite like you. You are definitely honored. Um, we also lost soul and funk singer Sharon Jones uh, from Dap Kings to pancreatic cancer. Uh, people tout her as the female James Brown, but I, I don't like that. No disrespect to James Brown, who has his own legendary status, and I love him dearly. But Sharon Jones was her own force. Uh, Y'all check out the documentary Miss Sharon Jones if you want to hear more about her story. Definitely check on music from Sharon Jones and Dap Kings. Trust me, if you are not familiar, you will be blown away. And even if you are familiar, y'all are already blown away. An amazing, amazing talent. Definitely gone too soon. Um, also, hip-hop figure Ant Live passed away yesterday. Yeah, I just got word on that. So unfortunate. Prayers out to his family. Um, and November 8th marked the fifth year anniversary of the transition of heavy diddly 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 d yes the original brother that brought that big boy swag he was definitely a big influence on me just his style his rhyme and um what he's lesser known for like his production skills he was an amazing producer definitely so shout out to heavy d and his family and um, November 14th in Chicago is now officially Bernie Mac Day. Yes, we love you, Mac Man. And in your memory, let me just say. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. So we definitely want to pray for the families of all of those who were mentioned. May their memories live on. And may they always be loved. Ashe. Then we had Dave Chappelle on Saturday Night Live. He had a great reception from the crowd. Social media was buzzing. Uh, everybody was anticipating his performance. His social commentary was incisive, as usual. And we also had some wonderful cameos from Tyrone Biggums, the haters, white dude from Wife Swap, Lil John, yeah, and Clayton Bixby. Um, all of these wonderful characters from his classic Chappelle show. Um, however, a Prince and a Rick James nod would have been real great, Dave. But overall, it was really good to see him again. I remember catching him about a year ago in Atlanta, and it was a really awesome show. I need him to never retire because what I am always here for is Chappelle shenanigans, for show. However, we do need to retire that damn mannequin challenge. Please, people. Like the first five was really, really, really dope. But now it's just like, 
too much. It's too much. And you know how how fast black social media is. Like something be hot and then it be gone. And then when it's gone from us, that's when everybody else pick it up. So it's almost like this reverberating echo of black comedy. And I'm here for it, but only for like 22 hours. <laughs> like that's like the collective black attention span as far as comedy and social media. Um, I also need us to retire that. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. I'm gonna need that not to be Pastor Shirley Caesar's legacy, folks. It's over. It was funny for like 22 hours. And then I'm like, say another motherfucking word, and this shit is over. And I ain't playing, nigga. Shut the fuck, shut Did I say No! I, oh, shit. Say it again. Say something else. Oh, say something else. Say something else, nigga. I'm going to tie your old monkey ass up. In other ignorant shit news, Kanye West is opening his damn mouth again. He says, I told you I didn't vote, but if I would have voted, I would have voted on Trump. He then said, stop focusing on racism. The world is racist, okay? Let's stop being distracted to focus on that so much. It's just a fact. We are a racist country, period. Do not allow people to make us talk about that so long. It's a racist country. And not one or the other candidate was going to instantly be able to change that because of their views. Now, I actually agree with a small part of that. Seriously, especially that last line when he said, and not one or the other candidate was going to instantly be able to change that because of their views. But there's just so much freaking mess in this brother's message that I just cannot. We all know that we lost that brother when he lost his mother. Hashtag Black Mamas Matter. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Moving forward. Congratulations to Ava DuVernay and cast and crew of Queen Sugar on their People's Choice Awards nomination for Best Cable Drama. Ladies, I know y'all gonna feel me, but just can we have a moment to specially shout out Kofi Cerebo, Omar Dorsey, and Dondre Whitfield who play Ralph Angel Hollywood and Remy respectfully? Those three characters are the reason why I love me some black men. Can I please get a collective? Yes. Okay, and if you ain't watching Queen Sugar, you ain't about it. It's a story written by a black woman, Natalie Bazil, directed by a black woman with a black cast on a network created by and owned by a black woman. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how institutions are built. Tip of the hat to Oprah Winfrey for creating OWN so that we can have a platform for beautiful art like this. Speaking of Ava DuVernay, she has begun filming A Wrinkle in Time. Baby, let me tell y'all, I read A Wrinkle in Time in middle school and it changed my life and how I view the world, period. I still have that book and it is all beat up, tattered, worn out from the many times that I've read it over the years. Um, Definitely, I, I need to revisit that book again in my adulthood. Um, definitely need to probably do that in audiobook format because ain't nobody got time to read. 
uh, <laughs> it's just so hard, man. I'm on the go. It's so hard to sit down and actually read something. Um, but that would be amazing. I need to look into that. I need to see if there's a Wrinkle in Time audiobook somewhere. I'm sure there is. Listen, y'all, I love me some audiobooks. It's all about audiobooks in my life. They are an auditory learner's dream. Um, I put up a post this week actually on Facebook asking for some new recommendations. And so I appreciate all of y'all responses. I was able to add a few to the library. And I just, I really, really, really can't wait to begin listening to my new editions. Um, Listen to a ton of audiobooks in 2016. So I'm going to give you a quick list of some of my favorite audiobooks that I listened to this year. So I'm going to begin with, with Ossie and Ruby in this life together. This was a beautiful story. It's the joint autobiographies of Ossie Davis and, and Ruby Dee. And it is a true love story. It's so beautiful. It just it talks about how they grew up um, and then eventually how they met and how their lives merged and how they were able just to live as a beautiful family together for decades and just their legacy. Um, and it's just, it's beautiful. It's just a beautiful story. Um, and they were just so honest in the story that's what made it beautiful it lets you know that people aren't perfect um people have challenges but people can also um overcome them so i definitely recommend that book uh black and white the way i see it now this i did not listen to this in audiobook format i actually read this on kindle but it was such a good book that i just i just have to talk about it richard williams father to venus and serena williams he has such an amazing story he's an amazing man and the proof is in the pudding man he raised some champions and um it was uh he masterminded everything that you see venus and serena doing now it was something that he conceived and masterminded before they were even thought of before they were even thought of he saw somebody win like fifty thousand dollars at wimbledon or something like that french open something like that and before he even got his wife pregnant, he said, I'm going to raise not just one, I'm going to raise two champions because that's more money. And before they came, he had a manual written on how to do it. It is the power of intention. It's the power of the written word. It's the power of spoken word. It's the power of intention and following through. It is, he is a testament to manifestation. Y'all got to read this book. It is absolutely amazing. And um, I'd love this. I hope it gets to be in audio format. Maybe it is. It's just not on Audible. I have to check that out. But yes, y'all, please, please check that book out. Hashtag Black Dads Matter. Uh, the next one, The Beautiful Struggle by ta Coates. As you can see, I love memoirs and like <laughs> and autobiographies and biographies. They just... I'm really fascinated by them. So that'll be a lot of what you hear. I don't really read a lot of uh, or listen to a lot of fiction. Um, I'll read it on occasion, but listening, I, I don't know. I just like to hear the stories. But The Beautiful Struggle, that was a beautiful, um, a beautiful inside look into the mind of a young black man. Um, and I think that everybody should read it. It's important, important material. Uh, next one was Let's Go Crazy, Prince and the Making of Purple Rain by Alan Light. Um, if you're a Prince fan, if you love his music and just everything about him, it's a wonderful book. 
talks about the making of a classic movie slash classic album. Rest in peace to Prince. He was just... 2016 was just a little bit too brutal. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Rest in peace, man. Um, the next book was I'm Judging You, The Do Better Manual by Lovey Ajayi. When I tell you this was an entertaining book, it is so hilarious to me and I just love it because anybody who knows me knows that I hate the phrase only God can judge me what the hell ever I can judge whoever the hell I want to okay I'm judging everything all the time doesn't mean that I'll treat you any differently it just means I see you boo so I just love the title I'm judging you because that is totally my orientation. Besides, I have a theory that the only people that say only God can judge me are trifling. So that's just the end of the story on that. Next book I listened to was The Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl by Issa Rae. Um, I love Issa Rae. I'm such a big Issa Rae fan. I love her brand of humor. I just love everything she's doing. She is out here hustling in the streets. She has so much content out there going on. She's so visible right now. And I just got to give a hand clap to her. She's doing her thing. And uh, shout out to all these all these first generation Africans doing a thing. Lovey Ajayi from Nigeria, Issa, Senegal, and uh, Yvonne Uji, she, who just had an amazing interview on The Breakfast Club. She, you can find her along with Issa Rae on Insecure on Sunday nights. Definitely dope material. Um... And probably the funniest audiobook I've ever heard was called If Someone Says You Complete Me Run, Whoopi's Big Book of Relationship by Whoopi Goldberg. Oh man, that was, first of all, it's really practical and it's hilarious. And uh, there's a lot to take away from it. Like, find out who you are before you find yourself trying to fall in love with somebody. Know who you are. And I think that is just good advice for anybody. Um, so that you're not trying to fit yourself into all of these uh, concepts um, that may not be for you. And so I just like the, practicali- the practicality of all of that, definitely. Um, probably one of the most inspirational books I read um, this year or listened to was Woman's Wisdom from the Heart of Africa by Sabonfu Somme. Um, it is... The book is just as powerful as the title is. Um, It contextualizes um, African womanhood in a way for you to understand the origination of hashtag black girl magic. Black girl magic is a real palpable thing. And this book kind of talks about the whys and the hows of how black girl magic came to be. It makes you proud to be a woman of African ancestry and it will help you take your womanhood more seriously. So I definitely, definitely recommend that book. That was just some of the books that I listened to this year. Probably my favorite ones. There was a couple of more, but they're just not worth talking about. Um, and I won't, <laughs> I won't say any titles or any names, but um, I would not have been able to get through all of these books had they not been in audio format because I'm just, I'm always on the go. Um, but I am reading a few books right now, hard copy books. Um, and a really good one that I'm reading currently is called Ancestral Voices, Spirit is Eternal by Dalian Adolfo. So coming right up next in the show, we will be discussing and dissecting the book as well as other projects that he has going on. So I hope 
you all enjoy the discussion and you all learn a lot and um, just sit back and enjoy the conversation because we're dropping some serious jewels and gems up in here for sure. After these messages, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. thank you for hanging with me on the show TT Talks. I am here with my brother, Mr. Dalian Adolfo out of the UK by way of Ghana. He is here. He is the author of the Ancestral Voices book, as well as the documentary series that has been split into two parts. He's working on the second part now. I have the first one. It is fire. If you want to know anything about African spirituality, if you need a, a base level point to begin, it's a wonderful documentary. And he's going to talk about all of these things here. I, I met this brother a couple of years ago at a, an African diaspora religious conference in Boston up at Harvard. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Kaiti and Funlayo. Um, and mm -hmm. um, he and I had a really good conversation and connect just talking about our experience here. And um, I'm coming from the African-American experience and he's coming from the UK African experience. And, you know, we all have a shared experience, definitely, but there's definitely other nuances as well. So I'm going to let him take the floor. Welcome, Brother Dolly. And always good to see and hear from you, brother. How you doing, man? Hey, listen, sister, it's always good to see and connect back with you again. You know, it's, it's been too long, man. It's been sure. too long. But the good thing is... We yeah, you know, social media has allowed us to keep that. Yeah, for sure. You know, moment of, of connection, you know. So, yeah, um, I, I'm glad to be here. Thank you for reaching out, you know, to to get, um, yeah, should we say some airtime to connect, to talk some more, you know, to spread some information for our family worldwide, you know. So, yeah, I'm happy to be here, man. Let's, uh, and ready to to get into it as a way. Absolutely, know? absolutely. So talk to me a little bit about yourself and your wife and um, y'all business and the projects that y'all have done and what y'all have going on right now. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, um, you know, obviously you've mentioned already, my name is Dalian. Um, I'm a filmmaker as well as a, what you would call a high school teacher in in your, 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 your side of the pond, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm qualified mm -hmm. in these areas. I'm also a, a visual artist, you know, mm -hmm. I do graphics from graphics to obviously film. So I'm a filmmaker as well. Mm -hmm. um, and my wife, Verona, is a video producer. That is her background, you know. And um, it's now five years ago, we, you know, through conversations we were having due to our, should we say, individual spiritual journeys, um, we were discussing the, should we say, reasons why every religious or spiritual system across the world gets should we say good press yes mm -hmm. as much as people people are aware of what negatives there might be to each and every system you know they still give it some leeway however when we get to the topic of african spirituality it becomes this negative thing solely you hardly hear anybody say anything positive about it all all you hear is negative stuff and usually associated with ideas like the devil or satan or whatnot all ideas which are actually foreign to african spirituality yeah. you know because that concept doesn't exist and uh, the concept of evil does but there is no concept of of devil this kind of being or entity so we decided look let's put the skills that we have you know, because, you know, as, as a people, one of the things that we suffer from is misrepresentation because Absolutely. we do not have 
the, the structures that allow us to represent ourselves the way we're supposed to be represented um, in an accurate form. So, you know, I guess others take advantage of that and um, yeah, uh, yeah, tar us in any way possible. So we decided, okay, these are our skills. What can we do to educate and inform our global family? And that's how Ancestral Voices Esoteric African Knowledge was born. And what we were doing or did with African um, Ancestral Voices Esoteric African Knowledge was to shake up this idea of African spirituality being just a negative mm. thing. Yes. So the way or manner in which we did that was to compare it or I, to compare ideas or tenets within African spirituality with all the mainstream religions to highlight just how similar they were. Right. Because then it challenges this idea that it's negative. Because if it's just negative, then how is it that it shares so much with the others? Right. Absolutely. So that's that, mm -hmm. that's what we did with that. We we use that as a way to deconstruct um, this negative stigma around it. Um, since then, we have released um, a, a short segment from the upcoming sequel. Now, the sequel, which is entitled "Ancestral Voices: Spirit Is Eternal," we look at African spirituality as a system an actual spiritual system mm -hmm. that has obviously been in existence since millennia from the times of the ancient black Egyptians through to contemporary times on the continent. So from the Zulus to the Akan to the Congo and also its legacy in the diaspora, you know, so in places like Haiti, uh, in Brazil, um, and in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we actually managed to trace a system that has is still is in existence. You know, we don't have a Bible as such, but this knowledge has been able to, to be transferred across so many centuries, mm -hmm. you know, and it's still in practice today in what people will know popularly as voodoo, you know, uh, which is even a, a bastardized term of what it actually is. But yeah, so that's what part two aims to do, to present the system whereby those of our family worldwide who might become disengaged with, you know, the Christianity or the Islam or the Buddhisms and whatnot, and want to seek an authentic African-centered spiritual practice can have something to work with, mm -hmm. you know? So we look at the system from... Um, our conceptions about God, and we have many conceptions about, about God or the creator, you know, from God being a female, looking at the principle of creation, to um, the creator being the principle of balance. So looking at the masculine and the feminine principles, you know, that come together to create life. Um, looking at the creator as nature, because nature is in a sense what we, we can see to be creation, you know, it's what gives us life through the plants. It's what heals us when we're sick, again, through the, the therapeutic qualities of plants. Absolutely. Um, and then we look at, you know, things like the philosophies of, of being human, mm -hmm. you know, the spiritual self, as well as the physical self. How do these work together? Um, how does this connect with nature? Um, we look at, particular rituals, you know, for non-initiates, people who have not gone deep into the system, but can do things like daily prayers, you know, how do you communicate with your ancestors? Um, 
what type of rituals can you use to will things into being, you know, things that you might want. So we, we look at it as a, as a total system. That's what part two is going to be. Um, but that documentary won't be out till next year. Okay. Um, because, you know, we're still trying to get funding together. So what, what, we, what we have done, we did two things. Last year, we released um, a short film called Rituals for Living. And in that film, we give some examples mm-hmm. of the rituals that people can use in their daily lives. Um, that is available on Vimeo, mm-hmm. the platform Vimeo. And then um, in September, mm-hmm. gone, we published our mm-hmm. research findings in a book, which is also mm-hmm. called Ancestral Voices, Spirit is Eternal. So that's the book companion to the film that is yet to be released. So that is um, basically the mouthful of it all, really. Wow. <laughs> I hope having um, elaborated it's, too I much. mean, it's a very yeah. ambitious undertaking that you all have, have taken on. I mean, I'm sure it has probably consumed your lives in a major, major way. Um, to, you know, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what Don't I mean? say. You know, yeah. talk to me yeah. about some yeah. of the challenges with compiling the information, the traveling, the, the time and financial sacrifices. Talk to me a little bit about that and just getting all this information out. Okay. Well, um, the, I, I obviously have to break it down because we face different types of challenges, you know? So I guess first was uh, more so the the social challenges where people doubt your sanity to a degree where they think, you know, why would you want to, why would you want to even focus on this? This is like a, you know, this makes no sense. This is superstition, whatever, not. Obviously we know it's not superstition um, because (laughs) yes, ah, that kind of nonsense, you know, whatever, whatever you, this rather the religiously superstitious people can, can conceive of and then force onto the, the traditions as if that's what it is. So we, we obviously that we we've just learned to, to just be a bit blase about because look, educational institutions at higher education level are interested in our work. Yeah. And quite a few. We're going from the States all the way to Australia have purchased our work, which they use wow. in their curricula. That's really so amazing. for us, yeah, it's 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 good because that that is for us why we we even feel more empowered to do this because look, generations after us, there'll be people who study in these institutions and then hopefully it will bring about greater understanding for everyone. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, as you know, in some parts of the world, indigenous practitioners are under some serious persecution. Absolutely. You know, um, over here in the West, we do get a bit of a blight. We might get social stigma, but no one can come to your house and try and let's say, uh, murder you for in the name of their God. You know, because they think they're doing society a favor by not having you on the planet. Right. But in some parts of the world, people are dying for their beliefs. It's horrifying. You know, so it's horrifying. It's I was reading that, about the, yeah, the shaman yeah. down in Peru who were just coming up murdered. You know, it's really exactly. tragic. Exactly. Yeah. It is, and then you, but then you wonder what really these mainstream institutions with all their money and their wealth are doing to prevent these sects within themselves from. Mm causing such madness you know mm, so absolutely. that that was the social stigma um stigma should we say challenge that we've we've learned to live with it's not a problem um there's there's actually a few people who've done u-turns mm. when they've seen the type of exposure and the way the work is being accepted mm. in the wider um should we say circle mm. you know mm. um other one is the financial uh, yeah. because as much as people uh 
verbally will support us on, let's say, our social media or on our website. We don't get the same level of support when it comes to us saying, you know, can you just donate a little money to help mm. us to go film in this part of the world? It, be, it always seems to become a problem or a challenge. But, you know, luckily, we've had those who've also been stalwart in the way they've supported us. Yes, they've been staunch supporters. So we managed to raise some mm -hmm. money to travel to Brazil, oh, nice. South Africa, to Haiti, um, and obviously the United States, where we interviewed the likes of Dr. Small and Mambo Doherty, based mm -hmm. in New York, mm -hmm. you know? Um, we had to obviously add some of our own money because the first film was fully funded by us. For this one, we still had to put in some money, but we know it's a necessary sacrifice Absolutely. because the nature of the research, it, it won't be found anywhere else ever again. You know, so it has to be done. So, you know, we, we went to um, all these, these areas listed. Um, main challenge, for instance, was when we were in Brazil because none of us spoke Portuguese mm. and we had to conduct our interviews in a language that even we couldn't speak. Um, but, you know, again, this is how you see how spirit works, because like uh, I remember in Brazil, the first traditional priest, if you want to call it that, or they, they, they call them either, you know, Santeros or, you know, um, they might call, call them like a, like an Umbanda priest might have a slightly different name. Right. Yeah, these are the various systems, yeah, you know, they have Candomblé, Umbanda, um, Macumba, there's a few um, variations of the African systems that they have in practice. And um, we got to the town in an evening and like within two, two hours of being there, randomly there was this guy on our bus who just happened to start speaking to us. Went to the, the town, the town was called Lensois. It's um, in a rural part of Brazil. The boy introduced me to his mom and in a few minutes of speaking to his mom, the, yeah, the traditional priest that was based there just happened to pass by. Wow. For the mom to then introduce me to him <laughs> and then facilitate an interview. You know, it's That's like amazing. these are... It's... Exactly. But, you know, when, when, when you're working with spirit, you come mm -hmm. to realize that there's mm -hmm. a lot of um, things that are happening on your behalf, with you, by you, over you, you know? So... You, you walk with a certain level of assurance, you know? Um, again, similarly, we didn't know no one in um, Haiti, but through meeting Professor Smalls, um, he then gave us the link to uh, Professor Bayina Bello, who's a, a historian out there. Um, and then, you know, my wife, my wife is the one that went on that trip. I didn't go to it. Um, so she went on her own, went, met with Professor Bayina, Professor Bayina managed to introduce her to Max Beauvoir. And interestingly enough, we managed to get him in the film before obviously he transitioned um, as of last year, you know? Mm. So we managed to keep a, a significant person in the diasporic legacy alive in our film. You know, um, similarly, South Africa, <laughs> we had to go to like, we were like a, the, close to the border of the Kalahari Desert. Oh, wow. um, it, it took us a good seven, eight hours just to get to this this township, you know? Um, and again, that had come about because there was someone on our page who really liked our work to the degree that she helped facilitate this interview with um, South Africa's, should we say top priest? They call them high Sanusis, mm -hmm. uh, Credo Mutua, you know? 
a lot of people might he's quite well known because he's done quite a lot of work um, outside of his community so these are some of the challenges but again even as i'm telling that they're challenges in a sense they're really not because we managed to overcome them absolutely you know and so we managed to get all those work so much stronger you know exactly mm-hmm. exactly and you're also very creative in how you approach your final goal or outcome because the last challenge now remains complete in the film so we've got all of our interviews we've put our narrative together we know how the film is going to look how the story is going to be told now we need to complete it we need mm-hmm. money to fund things like animations because some of the concepts that are in the film are so profound. It, if you're watching, like, for instance, how we're having this conversation, me explaining it to you, it, it, it's, it's hard to visualize it. Mm-hmm. So some of these things, we're going to have to animate these concepts, yeah, to make them as basic as possible so even a child can understand such a concept. So we need money for these type of things. Also, the film is going to be translated into four languages because wow. we recognize that our family are in different parts of the world. We speak Spanish, Portuguese, English, you know, the list goes on. Yes. So Haitian yeah, Creole. that's that's the final mm-hmm. challenge there. Wonderful. Sorry? No, I was like, I was like Haitian Creole. I was throwing a yes, all yeah. of our all of our languages out. That's really wow. I'm really blown away with uh with, with all of that information. Um, were there any movies or documents that kind of motivated or inspired you all to use as a template when you make your films? Oh, um, in terms of literature mm-hmm. research, oh God, I could list you. We have over forty books that we we we've we've had to use to validate some of the information we found out. You know, so um, um, I'll just list a few for you, right? That I know are are, are solid pieces. You know, um. There's, for instance, there's a book called Muntu um, by uh, oh, his name. His name, it sounds German. It's always quite difficult to, to pronounce. But Muntu, I'll spell it, you know, and those who the listeners can do a simple Google search. So Muntu spelled M-U-N-T-U. Muntu is one of the first books that tries to do what we managed to do, which is it connects the dots mm-hmm. from continental Africa into the diaspora. Because often what you find with our books about our spirituality mm-hmm. or traditional religions, as some prefer to call them, is it's quite localized. So they might say West African traditional religion, as if it has no connection with East African religion or spirituality, you know? Mm-hmm. So Muntu is a good book. Um, there's a book by a Roman Catholic father, surprisingly, um, white European, uh, called Bantu Philosophy. Now, that book is an eye-opener because... What he quite clearly spells out is the fact that there is nothing that as a missionary, he could have taught Africans about God that we didn't know already. Wow. Yes. That's important. So that's really very, important. Oh, of course. Of course, because he's a, he's a Catholic priest, you know? So in a sense, from what we know of how some of these priests were trained to brainwash Africans um, into believing something else, it's, it's profound that you hear him being quite honest in this regard, you know? And then there's obviously the esteemed elder uh, Fukia, his name is, and he writes about the cosmology of the Congo the, or the Bakongo people. And his book will literally blow your mind. 
Um, so these, I'll just mention those three because otherwise I can't, I'll be here all night long just right, listening. Right, right. You know, I peeped the bibliography in the book. I was like, oh, they got all the gym books oh, yeah. in there. <laughs> well, 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 yeah. So there you go. Actually, I, I barely talked about the book, didn't I? So anyone who's interested in our literature research, just look at that bibliography. There's, so there's close to 40, if not more, books just listed. Mm -hmm. Any one of those books is a good starting point, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Any movies or docs, mm -hmm. uh, documentaries that y'all are, that inspired a lot of your film work? Yes. Um, oh, I'm struggling with a few that will come to mind now. Um, TikTok, TikTok, just bear me a minute. Obviously, you said you're going to edit this, right? So I'm allowed to. Yes, you're good. Yeah? To, to think, to think. Oh, God. Okay, let me, just bear me, let me, um, because I'm sure you've seen this documentary now. Um, did I watch it with you when we're in Harvard? It's not the one about the Oyatunji village. You know, there, there's a recent one that came out. It was done by an African-American um, uh, collective. They, I believe they're the ones who formed the Akan Society. It was done, I think, in the late uh, 70s. Yes, yes. Um, uh, Voices, Voice of the Gods. Voice of the Gods, yes. So mm -hmm. that Voice of the Gods is a good one. You know, we, we loved that. We loved how, because he essentially talked about two traditions simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Yes, the Akan and the Yoruba. Mm -hmm. And it just, how that was presented, that was a, a big eye opener. And there's also the do another documentary, what's it called? I, th I believe it's called either the, um, the, the Divine Horseman. Mm. Um, and it's about Haitian voodoo. Mm. Mm. The Divine Horseman. Yes, that's what it's called. The Divine Horseman. Um, and it's also about Haitian Vodun. Um, and I believe those are the main ones. Those are the main ones that come to mind that we, you know, we've, we've drawn quite a lot of inspiration from. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I've been really excited to see um, a little bit more um, of African spiritual traditions that are kind of being shown in the media in a positive way. Um, just recently oh, cool. I was watching a episode of Queen Sugar that comes on Oprah Winfrey network. And, um, one of the sisters on there was doing an Oshun ritual. Um, wow. And that, yeah, okay. absolutely. And, um, uh, well, I went to see birth of a nation. Um, it, the movie uh -huh. opened, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> it opened with a, a traditional system and, uh, it sounded like the brother was speaking in tree. I am right. not sure the, the movie opened with that. Okay. So uh, we're slowly okay. starting to see things that aren't this doom and gloom devil worship, you know, dark, no. ugly thing is starting to be seen as yeah. something that's yeah. beautiful, something that can enhance your life. And so it's, it's Excellent. a really exciting time. And so I think that you dropping these movies now is um, really helpful because there's a lot of people out there that just have a lot of questions and they don't quite know where to begin. Um, and then there's also a lot of just ridiculously false information on the internet. So, um, you know, when you're, a, <laughs> yeah. when you're a novice, it's hard to know what is, you know, good info and what is just trash. Um, yeah, so no, indeed. it's wonderful that point. your bibliography is so thorough and also the bibliographies in the books as I mean, there's a lot of documentation, but a lot of these books are out of print, um, hard to find, yeah. very expensive. Oh, yes, indeed. So it's it's definitely a challenge, but um, we're in the age of information now. So 
you know, <laughs> we're, we're cross pollinating. A lot of people are, are, are going, Africa is not a spooky place anymore because you know, so many people just, are there. I'll be there in like two weeks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. So I'm, I'm just, glad to hear it's, it. It's a know? wonderful time right now. And you know, we it, just really it, need it, to capitalize on this energy, this interest, um, in mm-hmm. our ancestors, they're, they're really just vibrating right now because they are, they are feeling our intent and they're feeling our, right. our energy and our interest. And so they're yes. just like, Oh, okay, well, let me just start showing up and showing out. Cause you know what I mean? We should do, should do. We, we need to see you everywhere we look. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, but, uh, real quick, what was, what was your, entrance into African spirituality kind of what was your journey to get to this place or I know you're from Ghana or, or your lineage mm-hmm. is from Ghana originally so mm-hmm. um, I'd be interested to know kind of what was your story involving traditional yeah. traditional work mm-hmm. well you know obviously um, with with the progress that I've, uh, I've had be since we we actually held the mantle and decided to to go and actually do the film I can actually trace it back to as far back as my my teens, mm-hmm. but then back in those those days, it wasn't very clear. This is what was going on. Do you know what I mean? And, and I'll say most of it started with the passing of my grandmother. You know, mm-hmm. and we were quite close. I'm named after her, and um, because there would be many times when I'd be in the house all by myself because I'd just finished high school. Um, everyone would be at work. I'll just be at home by myself. You know, I wanted something to do, and I just got this this um, mm-hmm. inkling that I could speak to it, you know, and ask for assistance and whatnot. And remember at this time in my life, I knew nothing about the traditions because we were we were ra- born and raised in the city, in the capital city, in a way, you know, everything is modern. And, you know, I'd never even been to my, 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 my grandma's village. I, I didn't have a clue where that was, but I knew I could communicate with her using a candle. And funny enough, the rosary that was the only thing I had because I was raised in a Catholic home. So, you know, growing up and obviously becoming more acquainted with Santeria and all these other bits, I can see how, and even understanding the systems better, I can see how our ancestors, in a sense, see through physical matter and why we understand the way energy and waves work. So, you know, it doesn't matter what type of um, physicality you want to use to obscure our history and culture, we can penetrate through, you know, because I did have a lot of insightful experiences just by calling out to the essence of my grandma. But the journey started really intensely when I became conscious of it, should we say yes, Um, was more, I would say, before I went to university, you know, because I got this inkling where, because I stopped going to church, I had this ritual I would do every Sunday. And again, it was still calling out to my grandma. It would involve going out, putting offerings of my own, as I said, um, inkling, you know, no one really taught me do this, do that, do that, or a third. I just had a feeling this is what I'm supposed to do, you know. So I'll go out, give, give, give offerings, and pour some libation at night. Um, and I became a student of Islam I, at one point. You know, I, I was uh, when I really got disenfranchised with Christianity. Um, I went to study Islam, uh, but I kind of got to the same place that I did with it with Christianity because I was like, but these. Yeah, the same, really, just different names. So then I moved on to Buddhism because, um, you know, I wanted something that, that, that was a bit more open um, with, with my own, should we say, mental perspective or viewpoint. And in Buddhism, I was introduced to the, um, 
what they call the Eightfold Path of the Buddha. These are like um, directives of the Buddha if you want to attain enlightenment. Mm -hmm. Yes. But all of the eight paths, I knew them already. It, I could find them in African proverbs. So I thought to myself, I remember being in the temple, this was in West London. And I thought, but this, yeah, all of these sound like proverbs I've heard my mom or grandma say over time. Right. So why am I here? Maybe I should go look into them a bit more. So that's when I actually started buying a few books, you know, reading. And then I started correlating all these ideas. So then I thought, wow, you know what? This is this is the origins of most of the stuff I've spent my whole life trying to find out about. So that's when, you know, it became, in a sense, full-blown. Um, and I became a, a avid mm -hmm. practitioner and then led on to some initiations. And you know what I mean? A yeah. born again African. <laughs> Sorry, I said a born again African. What did you say? Oh yeah, born again indeed, man. <laughs> um, or or should we say a reverted African? Yeah, right, yeah. Right, so yeah, right. that's that's how the journey started. You know, that's yeah. really really amazing. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's that journey is almost how I feel about African spiritual traditions because there's no locality for it. You know. How, you know, in, in Christianity, mm -hmm. it, there's a church and then Islam, yeah. there's the mosque, you know, and then yes. even in Buddhism and Hindu, they have the temple. Uh, but African yep, spirituality right. is anything can be holy, you know, yeah. anything can be a shrine. You are a shrine. You yeah. are uh, the exactly. essence mm -hmm. of the one. You know, and exactly. it's in, it's everywhere and it's in all things. And so yes. it, it's your story is a very uh, common story. I hear so many um, of people who in, in our our cohorts who have kind of moved. And as they're moving, they're starting to understand that. Wait a minute. All of this stuff exists everywhere, you know, because, you know, That's and then right. when you start to go inside, you start to uh -huh. you, you know, immediately what the energy of God is immediately. Yes. Once you go inside, yes. because I've experienced exactly. God in a church. I have experienced God in a mosque. I've experienced God at the uh -huh. beach, at my house, yep. at work. Yes. When somebody's singing, yes. you tear up. When you see the birth of a mm -hmm. child at a funeral, like, exactly. you know, and um, people need to really pay more attention to these feelings that make them feel that way because it doesn't just happen in the spiritual houses, quote unquote in the brick and mortar places. Exactly. It, these are experiences yes, yes. that happen everywhere. And that's what's so beautiful about African traditions is that emotion happens anywhere at the drop of a dime, at the drop of the hat, for any reason, at any time, ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Because it's, it's always an open channel, as it were, you know. Um, it doesn't stop, you know. As um, I remember Professor Smalls, when I was interviewing him, saying he told me a story about um you know africans and when you know it's, it's i guess one of these like urban myths like looking at the europeans big building all these big churches and they were like what's the point of building these big churches what god is going to come and live in there you know like what is the point you can't you can't contain god in there you know so yeah it's, it's yeah it's, it's definitely the symbology that god can be contained exactly exactly and no, and, and yeah <laughs> again it, it reflects yeah it reflects a certain level of 
exclusivity, you know, that we can keep God here and he's He's not outside here. So you need to come in here, you know, <laughs> it starts to restrict things. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's everywhere it you go dangerous. when you're tapped in and you're tuned in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Indeed. So, with all of your work, is is there a particular experience that you want people to have uh, when watching or reading your work? I mean, what is the experience you want them to have? That mm-hmm. is an excellent question. And I I, I don't think you see, I, no one's asked me that question to before and it's great that you have. I think the experience or, or even the conclusion that I want people to come to is they need to start believing more in themselves. They need to to start to realize that everything they think they're looking for is within. They need to be able to take that time out. And and you see, I don't even like using the word uh, belief so much. They they need to start getting to know themselves and have this confidence that is, is within them to find it. Because most of the time people say, oh yeah, but you know, I've had no training and I have, and I'm like, yo, you don't need training to know yourself. You, you, you're already yourself. What other training do you need to know to know about yourself? Absolutely. Not at all. You just need to open yourself up and go in and, 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 and I guess identify your talents, identify mm-hmm. your skill, pay attention to your thinking process, you know, reflect a lot more on your experiences as well as the thoughts that you have. That's, that's your key to finding God because Absolutely. then you would really get to know self. Yes. You know, your, so that's a your gifts question. and your talents people... will take you there. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's what I want people to do. I want people to, to watch this film and know that, you know what? I'm on the journey to knowing God. And the God that I need to find, first of all, I need to look in the mirror and find out one first. And then I'll be finding all the other manifestations of this source in nearly everything I engage with or look into. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of my favorite Bible verses, I I hope this is right. Luke 17, 21, it talks about the kingdom of heaven being inside of yourself. It's not outside of you. It's on the inside. Exactly. Um, Exactly. You know, um, definitely it's wonderful information, wonderful information. Once people get a hold of your project, what do you want them to do with it? Like what's your ultimate goal here? Well, my ultimate goal, first of all, is two things. We need to be able to stop this persecution of African traditional practitioners. Yes, we need to build a global voice that really addresses the way the evangelicals in particular are are murdering people en masse for nothing at all. Yeah, in most cases, just to build more social and political power. So I want people to to get onto this consciousness so we can build a global campaign that puts some of these charlatans in check. That's the first one. And then the the, the second one is that we get greater and better understanding of these systems so that even those fake, if you want to call them priests who have managed to enter the system because there is no checks and balances because it's, it's more or less prohibited wherever you go, we can start rooting some of these people out because they are causing as much damage as the, should we say, evangelicals who are also persecuting their mm-hmm. authentic practitioners. Absolutely. These are the two main things that we absolutely, absolutely needs to happen. Absolutely. You know? And so. and one of the things that 
always would uh would just wow me out you know i've been to, i've been to nigeria several times and um i've stayed uh-huh. in many homes i've stayed in 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 muslim homes and traditional homes and um uh-huh. you stay at the traditional home and you know you'll see a, a babalawo and people coming in and out of the babalawo's house imams mm-hmm. The priests, the preachers, uh-huh. coming in and out of the Babalawo's yeah. house, right, for help. Yeah, yeah. And, and but then they'll go and tell people that it's it's wrong. You know, it's it's so bizarre yeah. to me. It's I get the hustle, but but damn, you know. <laughs> I, I, I know, right? It's like, what's the point, though? The very same thing that you're or is assisting you is the same thing that you're, you know. So what happens if you really succeed? in which is obviously not possible, but let's just hypothetically, what happens when they really succeed in getting rid of all of it? Where are you going to go get your extra help from? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you're, you're cutting your nose just to spite your face. Right. It doesn't right, make right. any sense. Live and let live. Right, That's the beauty right. of life. You should be able to just live and let it's live. It's enough room for everybody to eat, yo. More than enough, man. It's More than enough, enough room you know? for everybody to eat for sure. For sure. This is it. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. You know? Brother Dolly, and listen, I really appreciate all of your contributions, you and your wife, the work that y'all putting together. It will not be in vain as long as TT has a mouth. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. <laughs> and yes, all yes, of the yes. other people who are supporting. I can't wait until uh, the second part of Ancestral Voices comes out. Um, I'm definitely about halfway done with the book. It's really, really wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it's, I was telling, uh, 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 Dr. Nzinga last night, shout out Dr. Nzinga. Uh, I was telling her okay. <laughs> that it's a wonderful yes. starting point, um, for uh-huh. a lot of people because of, there's just so much information out there. It's so good because it's, it's a fast read. It's easy to read. It's not super technical. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it has beautiful. a lot of good information beautiful. and it's just, beautiful. it's, it's just really, really simplistic in a way that's not intimidating to people. You know, you know how intimidating it is to like, you know, be fresh into this thing and go try to read, uh, you know, the destruction of black civilization or the Medunetter or something like that. It's, you know what I mean? It's so intimidating. Or, blu- or go look at the blueprint for black power. You know, you all hyped up and you see that massive anthology. You know what I mean? You just look at the book and you're like, okay, you know what? I'll read it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it comes tomorrow. You say, I'll read it tomorrow right, again. Right, right, right. Listen. All of those see, books are wonderful, by the way. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, for me, you know, the only time I actually managed to read most of those books when I did a study group with other people. Because, and remember, I'm, I'm an academic too. And even I, I dislike reading academic texts, especially ones that uses the same lexicon and type of wording. Mm-hmm. So for this book in particular, I see everything that you described about it, Titi, that is beautiful. Thank you very much You're for so that. You're so welcome. Should we say, because I wanted to make it that. I wanted it to be a book where you would pick it up and want to read it to the end and as quickly as possible and say, oh, okay, you know what? I think I've got a good overview. Now let me go tackle some of the meat here. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, well, Absolutely. I'm glad I managed because it was hard work. <laughs> I know. Hard work. It is hard. Oh, it is hard work. It's going to pay off, though. It's going to pay off. 
let everybody know where they can and how they can get in contact with you, where they can purchase the books, the movies, your material, uh, any videos. Just let everybody know how they can reach out to you and get a hold of your work. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, basically, online, um, the main, should we say, focus point to um, get in touch with our work or become aware of all the bits that we do is our main website. And that website is www.ancestralvoices.co.uk. So the word ancestral voices altogether.co.uk. On that website, you would see um, pages for our books. Uh, sorry, our book, the films, um, some articles on just African spirituality in general, because it's, it's, it's an educational hub. That's what we're doing out there. Um, you know, links to some of our outtakes, short videos to just expand your understanding. Also, um, the book Ancestral Voices, Spirit is Eternal is available across all the Amazon outlets. It's also available on CreateSpace, the online publishing platform. Um, it's also available via PayPal. And again, all these links you will find on our website. So our website, once again, is www.ancestralvoices.co.uk. Wonderful. Brother Dalian, thank you so much. Blessings to you, your family. I hope everybody is well. Uh, we'll be in touch, man. I'm going to be in the UK. You know I'm hollering at y'all, man, right? Well, you're, you're better, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because really, for, 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 for all of you lovely sisters I met, uh, the only one I've, I've actually met ever in the UK is um, Dr. Nzinga. Um, you know, uh, soon to be Dr. Funleyo keeps saying, I'm coming, I'm coming. Uh, we hope to have her here next year so she can headline a conference, actually. So I'm putting it, I'm putting it out in the public Put it domain. Out in the air. So she feels the pressure. Yeah. So Listen, she feels the pressure and makes it happen next time, year. If you give me enough time, I'm there. If you give me enough time, I'm okay, there. Okay, Okay. Well, you've you've opened your mouth and said it now. I'll so do it. I'm gonna make sure you're here. Then, all right, then. Okay. Sure. We're gonna make it happen. And listen, Titi, thank you too very much for reaching out. Uh, you know, for even thinking of us and you know giving us the opportunity to put our work out there as well. Yeah. Much, much appreciated, my sister. Absolutely, Thank you very, brother. very much. You take care, okay? Yes. Okay, you too, man. All and right. all the best with your work. Indeed. Keep doing that good work. Peace. All right, Thank then. you so much. Shout out to Backpack Beats for this groove right here with Cap 6 on the lyrics out of Tallahassee, Florida, paying homage to the 1994 J.R. Swingers Chocolate City filmed at FAMU by director Will Packer and Rob Hardy. That's FAMU excellence, baby. Vibe with me. Yeah. Uh. Taylor with the vibe and we real with the element. One with the planet we created from the sediment. And if they don't want to hear the message, take a second and be proud of your melanin. Chocolate City is Taylor with the vibe and we real with the element. One with the planet we created from the sediment. And if they don't want to hear the message, take a second and be proud of your melanin. Chocolate City is heaven. Chocolate Chocolate, chalk a mouch at the time because it's chiseled in you and I that our color culture is evident. Every shade, it is everything. Every time that you see the source of our skin, it's a sign. Symbolize that the sun be the strength allows me to shine. Recommended to cap the record with relativity. Roar with indigenous in vicinity. Onyx infinity, brown be the infantry. Power to my people, peep the recipe. Quest quintessential, the quality of our residue. Marked it upon the history.
history of our darkest iniquity still we fight back and we will keep on moving Chaco City no DC real beautiful music hey. time to dispel all the falsified history remember ideology before repressors gave meaning to a christening locking up our street soldiers and the peace holders eagle eye on the police holster whether the Reagan era Washington know they got a problem if we stay together hardest working to the bones had a home pad at home most intuitive dinner for two played the OJs and we grew earth wind the fire burns in my soul let me know how far we can go if I search for the cream what's congruent to our dreams don't want us to tell you that you're beautiful and can do it black colorism as with the vibe and we real with the element one with the planet we created from the sediment and if they don't want to hear the message take a second and be proud of your melanin chocolate city is vibe and we real with the element one with the planet we created from the sediment and if they don't want to hear the message take a second and be proud of your melanin chocolate city with the vibe and we real with the element one with the planet we created from the sediment and if they don't want to hear the message take a second and be proud of your melanin chocolate city is the vibe and we real with the element one with the planet we created from the sediment and if they don't want to hear the message take a second and be proud of your melanin chocolate city is heaven to the kings and queens and is it pharaoh the sun shine down upon us like we the heroes understand we are the cipher in the denominator undefined we are fine catered to the creator uh such as those with my energy is my mission the universe power in our soul is our ignition the melanin is glistening the skin is always glistening harder as my amplifier hope my people's listening chocolate seated by the side of lines happiness with christ with great melody and fire dancing could we think it with our hearts knowing who we are and understand by then we can find peace to the motherland can't you see the beauty that lives inside of this skin shade is brown and vibrant i'm so proud of it and can you imagine if you cut us a scene in the crowd of it and maybe get town of it chocolate city i'm lost and found in it yo light skin dark skin they all want our skin the mark skin of the universe if you black you are king join the rejoice of chocolate voice your joys we're watching it shine all praise to the chocolate divine hey, yo Try to rekindle this thing akin to when Kim live. Bonding like Kim is dead. Here's your melanin membership. Birth of the first infinite. You should search into it. They try to kill the pride in it. Then let hey, us live yo, again. Taylor with the vibe and we real with the element. One with the planet we created from the sediment. And if they don't want to hear the message, take a second and be proud of your melanin. Chocolate city is heaven. Taylor with the vibe and we real with the element. One with the planet we created from the sediment. And if they don't want to hear the message, take a second and be proud of your melanin. Yeah. Chocolate City is heaven sent. I love it when you hate my culture. You act like vultures as you try and suck out daily potions. Yeah, now our records just really devoted. We plan our shit, then write it out, then we set it in motion. We real with the vibes. Who really decides? Are we really alive? But I'm black and I'm proud. We straight for the skies. In case we survive. Ever think that you're God or just an average guy? They're wondering why it's such a wonderful life. We gotta rebuild ourselves. You dig it? Chocolate city, we gotta live it. We gotta live it. Black people, we gotta live it. Taylor with the vibe and we real with the element. One with the planet we created from the sediment. And if they don't want to hear the message, take a second and be proud of your melanin. Chocolate city is heaven. Taylor with the vibe and we real with the element. One with the planet we created from the sediment. And if they don't want to hear the message, take a 
second and be proud of your melanin. Chocolate City is heaven. Taylor with the vibe and we real with the element. One with the planet we created from the sediment. And if they don't want to hear the message, take a second and be proud of your melanin. Chocolate City is heaven. Taylor with the vibe and we real with the element. One with the planet we created from the sediment. And if they don't want to hear the message, take a second and be proud of your melanin. Chocolate City is heaven. 